Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Another Tuesday, probably Wednesday, in the pod. Myself, boys and girls, Tommy Senecal, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, fantasy expert Matthew Barry, and our guest for this week ten podcast, Ian Netwin. That was finally, finally, we get him. The big yeah, sit down, flight delay, but glad to be here. Looking Sneaky. forward to it. Sneaky of re first recurring guest for the podcast. As we all know, Ian appeared in the very first Gypsy Little podcast that I did myself, which is crazy to think about. That seems like years ago now. Um, yeah, look how far we've come. And here we are, we've grown into this this kingdom of podcasting. Um, yeah. But now it's been a blast, and we're excited to have Ian back and dive into the mid-season rankings that he was graciously Huge published week. for us um, a couple weeks ago now. But as we always do on the show, let's jump into some of last week's matchups and dive in to see how the boys did. So uh, as always, we like to start with our guests. We'll start with <clears throat> the holding down the fort in last place, Trey Dong, now 23-47, and 47, taking um, a, closer, a closer matchup than people thought here against Colin Sexton, who's now 39 and 32 um but ian tell me how you played connor so tight this week oh uh, well you know I, I think it was tighter than people anticipated just because i was uh i was more or less fully healthy you know i missed i think just og for a little bit um but you know it, i not much to say the better team won uh tried my heart out but wow. you know name is trade dong for a reason Connor, with 100 more minutes, um, both teams were pretty healthy, uh, which is rare to see nowadays in this COVID era. But, Bumps, what do you got on this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all know I've been pretty hard on Trey Dong over the last few weeks. Um, but Ian said it himself, goes up against a good opponent, puts up a good fight, uh, falls just short. And... <laughs> Uh, you, you hate to see it. You hate to see it, but it, it could just, you know, be what it is at this point. Um, so, mm. yeah, what are you going to do? Tough to hear. He lost by five assists, did win by th- – uh, lost by five steals, excuse me, won by three assists. Um, fairly close in points, but, uh, yeah, gritty matchup for both guys, maximizing their acquisition limits of seven. Grinding to finish at that five to three final, and after a big win for Liam, there seems to be some separation now, possibly brewing in the basement with Ian falling and falling and yeah. falling, uh, gaining only thirty three percent of the categories going into each well. week. That doesn't look good, Ian. It's a tough week to come on when you're sitting in the basement, um, but. As me and, and Matthew Barry know. Yeah. Hey, believe it or not, that 33% is actually me climbing and climbing. So, you know. Yeah, true. Glass Probably half full. helps for a team like that. Um, Yowza. Yowza's indeed. Let's move on and get out of Ian's terrible team first before we dive too, dive too deep. Let's jump to Matthew's matchup. Um, another tough, gritty matchup. Two ties in one matchup, oh. which is rare to see, but he did end up taking the L after – um, a recent stat correction that Matthew Barry brought to my attention, but Drew 
Stu Holiday won four to two to two. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'll take this. I'll take this. This past week was an absolute bloodbath. Um, I was dealing with every kind of different cancellation you can get, um, including everything going on in Texas between the Spurs and COVID, the Rockets and the Mavericks with the great freeze over, which I kind of poked fun, fun at last week. I want to retract that. It did look pretty, pretty bad down there. And we are uh, praying for all of our listeners in Texas. Um, but I'm just going to take this loss. It was close. It was crazy close. Mm-hmm. Um, DeAndre Jordan, actually, Sunday night, DeAndre Jordan misses a free throw in the fourth quarter, two minutes left, just this past Sunday, to lose free throw percentage for me. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, a couple tight, um, real tight categories. Tight. And blocks crazy being tight. the tie, which is ludicrous. Um, points within 20, assists within 21, rebounds within 30. I mean – just crazy close all around. Both of uh, the owners maxing out on the acquisitions, but Netlin, anything to note on this one? Yeah, you know, I mean, I hear Barry say that he just got screwed every way possible, you know, cancellations, this, injuries, that. But, you know, I'm looking at these numbers and I just can't help but notice that he does have 150 more minutes played. So you got to wonder, you know, if he's making excuses where there really aren't any. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's a tough uh, way to go out when you have, like you said, a buck fifty more in minutes, and you're still losing uh, yeah, the points yeah. category and the assists and the, all the volume. No Luca, no Dejounte Murray. There he said it. Matthew Barry has left the meeting. He's left the meeting, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Um. Okay. Well, I guess that's what happens when you're, you know, a hot team. You run into a hotter team. You go and hide. Um, unfortunately, everyone on the podcast this week took an L. Um, we unfortunately don't have the luxury of um, having a window to climb out of when Aaron Brown walks into a room like Emmett does. Um, but here, no, that was too deep. That was too far. We'll cut that. I can't believe sure. Matthew wasn't on for that one. He would have blown up. But uh, Moving on to, like I said, my matchup. Um, you can't run and hide on the podcast, as I previously stated. Matthew Berry back with us, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but I did take no technical difficulties. Did take the six to two loss to the eleventh place, twenty six and forty five helmets and arm floaties. Um, where to begin, Barry? Where to begin? Um, he jumped on me quick. It seemed to happen last week. It seems to happen to me every week now. Um, they jump on you quick and you just can't get back into it. Um, he did play about the same 150 more minutes, but smoked me in all the volume, um, stats. And it showed I stole three pointers Sunday. Um, I stole a field goal percentage Sunday. We were tied and, uh, threes going in. Um, thought I was going to take steals. Didn't sniff it really. He kept the lead the whole time. I got a couple late Sunday night that didn't matter. Got murdered in the points category. And, uh, yeah, this Rock Harden team starting to prove as recent frauds. Uh, a little embarrassed to say. I might have forgot to set the lineup once or twice, which we have corrected with an appropriate alarm at 650 going forward. Um, 
but another embarrassing <laughs> and tough loss. I know Liam was having a grand old time cheering about a 6-2 regular season win as if he just won the league or something. Like, Congrats, Liam. You earned it. Uh, we did address the injury bug last week that I ran into. Um, a couple big injuries. But, Barry, you got anything to save me here? Or? Well, you know, what I will say is I, I keep my ears to the rumor mill. Um, what the people are saying throughout the league and in the public. And what I did hear today that was that Rock Harden is a bottom three team in the league. Wow. Um, and that's where they're going to end up at the end of the year. Now, I went and I looked things over, and I kind of, you know, I wasn't sure about such a strong statement like that. But All I got to say is Rock Hard's going to figure it out. He's slipping and he's slipping, and there's some teams climbing up, and we'll see. But definitely lots to worry about, unfortunately so, in Rock Harden land. Yeah, we definitely slipped a little in the standings. Um, we're still not in a terrible spot. We're still not down with Ian quite yet. But, Ian, what do you have on me? I'm just I'm just shocked the five center set didn't work. You know, Mason Plumley, how do you stop that? I will say, you know, I, I wanted to uh, I'll address that later. Pigeon. I wanted to shit on you for the the little uh line last podcast about how excited you were to play such a bottom feeder team. But Lee beat me to it. You know, I will I will give you credit here though. Lee was super excited going into Sunday morning. You know, he had eight oh dreams and you did pull out those two categories, so you can hang your hat on that. Yeah, I got text Saturday from like three different people with a 7-1 message. Um, so 6-2 just to shove it up their socks. Yeah, lick my balls. Um, I have one other thing. I like that. Oh, if you look at it, thank you. Show probably probably going to cut that. It was really bad. But um, my other thing, if you take a look, Liam's team did go bananas. Like he – the worst he would have done against anyone else was 5-3. I calculated it. It His team – Last week went off against Hogan. This week has gone off against me. Liam might be turning things around here. You heard it here full first from myself, who just got pee-pee-whacked by him. Um, finally healthy. Maybe defending myself, but maybe noting He's finally that healthy and on the rise. Yeah. A lot of those players he has are playing the best basketball of their career. Yeah. Never mind fancy this, fancy that. A lot of them are you know, having the best performances of their entire basketball careers. So he's got a could be a great squad. Yeah, we'll see if he can keep it up. See if he can keep healthy. Um, let's see if he can be an active manager going forward. Here, it's going to be tough to stay motivated when you, you get the start he did. But um, we'll see if he can climb himself out of it. My Wi-Fi is being brutal right now, but we'll jump to Same. Pico versus Christian Wood. Don't worry, folks. <laughs> we had a lot of eyes. On uh, this is last week, right? You guys are scaring me. We had a lot of eyes on this one as yeah. early there was rumors of uh, an upset potentially brewing come into the weekend. Um, that eventually faded off by mid early mid Sunday, uh, with Kyle strongly taking the sails into the wind and guiding himself to a six to two win over the now 35 and 36 tied with myself. Zach Pico. Yeah, I think Pico might have spoken a little too soon there, and you know, he woke the beast. Yeah. And I, I hate to keep reiterating myself with this take, but 
I mean, Christian Wood, the team is going to be a huge problem. I'm, I've been looking it over, looking it over, and with Christian Wood now coming back, I think that's the team to beat, and I don't even know if it can be beaten by anybody else in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Pico tried his best. You know, Pico's been talking a lot of smack this year for really just not making, you know, any real – he's made plenty of moves, but not many moves in the standings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but, the, you know, that Christian Wood team is just a force. Yeah, Pico did steal assists. I mean, he, he won assists pretty good. Stole points on Sunday. Um, Kyle did get away with the steals. Um, so it was close going into Sunday, but decisive in the end. Ian, what do you got about this one? I mean, I, I got to echo Barry's sentiment there. Christian Wood is just an absolute wagon. The, the team is is seemingly unstoppable. Uh, with that said, you know, I'm, I'm Team Pico's biggest fan. It's a boring-ass team name. He's got to do something about that. But he was missing Anthony Davis. Uh, there was someone else I can't remember. He, he obviously has CJ. Drummond, bad trade. Too. He got trade raped by uh, Griffin. Let's bring that <laughs> up as well. Because that was it. that AD Drummond trade. Both of them out for a while. Oh. People forget. People do Sorry forget. But I, all, all I'm saying about Team Pico is, you know, he, he doesn't really need to move. He just needs to hang around. He creeps into the playoffs as a six seed and gets healthy. That's a six seed no one wants to see. It's true. Mm. And we do, uh, yeah, so the top two would get a bye, and then he'd see Kyle in the next round. Um but we will see a long ways away from that. A lot of grinding to do. Let's see if Pico can keep up the motivation after he went seven for seven for the first, maybe the second time of the year in uh, acquisitions, as did Kyle. Uh, I know people love when I point that out. Not sure why, but um, we'll jump to the Battle of the Hockey Boys over in DeRozan's huge cock versus Sheesh. Um <laughs> A good possibly upset of the week here with Hogan. Yeah. Decisive yep. seven to one victory. Um, but Bumps, were you surprised by this one? I was surprised by this one. And I love, uh, you know, Hogan showing a little spark here. We were talking some smack the last few weeks. He had been slipping. Um, I b- believe uh, Emmett was just coming off at 8 0 of Griffin. And then he almost gets 8 0 again, which is what happened the week before as well. So there's been some crazy huge swings in these teams. Um, but Hogan, you know, gets himself back in there. And, and after a big, win, uh, a big, a big win last week, uh, Griffin takes a huge loss and, and is back, you know, near the basement yet again. And it takes a loss, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and, what did I say? and it's said Griffin. It's an understand, understandable mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Uh, yeah. Those two, those yeah. two. Yeah, Craig's is going to love that. <laughs> Sorry, Griff. Didn't mean to offend you. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. All right, let's collect our thoughts here. 7-1. <laughs> Ian, what do you got? Right. We're back. Um, I mean, Emmett's team is a fucking anomaly. I cannot figure this thing out. You know, <clears throat> he gets 8-0'd by whoever a few weeks ago. He comes back and just absolutely dominates last week. Like, you look at his numbers last week, and they were something else. And then he comes here and loses to uh, Hogan. Is that I, 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 uh, I can't keep up. I, I will say, you know, living with Emmett, I heard, I heard everything he was dealing with. I'm not sure how real it was or not. I haven't really dived into the, the injuries or the postponements. I'll take him at his word for it. But 
there was a you lot just, going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's Last week it was a was an anyone could team. beat anyone week. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? My my only my only statement here is that you got to give credit to Hogan for weathering the storm and and having a good bounce back week. For sure, he leaps yep. over a ton of teams, jumping to fifth. Um, he also played just short of four hundred more minutes than uh, Emmett, which is on the higher side that we've seen all year. Um, obviously collecting on every single one of the volume categories, and it really was not close if you look at it across the board. Um, but yeah, a tough L for Emmett as he finds himself in eighth now on a roller coaster of a season. Um, yep. I did want to go back one matchup to Pico's matchup. I noticed that on Sunday in that tight four to four matchup entering Sunday. He made a waiver wire pickup for someone I won't mention, but before he made the pickup, that game was already postponed. Ooh, it's a tough look. Hate to see that. Tough look. Had to get that in there. Um, sorry about that, Peaks. But we I'm always worried about the focus. And there it is. Speak to it. We shall move on to our next matchup, in which we had. The main mills facing off against this league is fixed. Um, they battled to a four to four tie, um, not exchanging blows either way. Um, two middle, lower end pack teams just kind of exchanging blows at each other, no one gaining ground anywhere. Uh, pretty stock week for, for these teams. Barry, anything on this one? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with your sentiments here, uh, Tom. You know, I'm really not getting jazzed up about this. Um, Adam's, you know, been making a lot of noise, a lot of chit-chat throughout the league. But, you know, with a team like that, can he even say anything? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I also saw today that Durant's going to be out until after the All-Star break now, at least as they want to be cautious with him. So that's his number one overall pick. Um and, you know, Griff, like we said, is kind of sticking around, but, you know, it, it ain't time for sticking around anymore. It's time to make a move. So, and, and they're not doing it. Hey, man. Ian? Uh, you know, I really don't have much on this matchup. It's about as boring as it can get. You get the 4-4 tie, you know, two kind of irrelevant teams. Let's just uh, save everybody some time and move on. Well, well said. 491 points. I don't have a, a stack correction or uh, confirmation on that, but that could be the lowest of the year um, really? out of anyone. Really? Someone go fact check that on me, though. But um, Love you, Adam, though. Let's all, let's all hang out soon. Maybe you, me, and Ian. <laughs> be great. Yeah, we'll go to the golf simulator. Yeah, for sure. Please. <laughs> no, okay, well. Um, okay, we. I should have gone through the grades. I always do this. I always don't go through the grades when I should have. So we'll blast through them quickly. We had our uh, best friend Griffin on last week, if you guys remember. Um, Griffin did call a tie, but it was unfortunately not in the right game. Uh, I should have called it for himself. Um, yeah. So I guess everyone takes the L in that matchup as we did not pick the winner. We... Uh, with Drew and Barry's game, obviously Barry took himself and collected on L. Um, so me and Griffin collect a couple points on that one. And then it was my matchup where you guys took the L with Liam while I took the L with myself. 
we all um, expected and collected on Kyle's win. Wow. I like that line. Uh, thank you very much. And then this was the one he called the tie on the most lopsided matchup of the week, Hogan and Emmett. Um, yeah. you took Hogan Barry. So good I for died. you. Good for you. I took Emmett. I take the L Griffin two L's for calling that tie fucking loser. Do we have um, a year to date? Are we, are we anywhere? Have we been really keeping track? No. You know, we haven't. Um, I'll do some calculations <laughs> and maybe bring yeah, it up. You get all the notes later, but I do. Yeah, I also switch notebooks too, so I don't know where where the oh, other boy. weeks were. Uh, we'll circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back. Like Barry said, Barry, sneaky sick week. A little four and two week for you. How are you? Oh, not too bad. How about that. Not too bad. With the loss by myself. Yeah, crazy. Um, okay. We move on with our regularly scheduled program to give you a quick preview of next week's matchups. Take a look at uh, any COVID-related debacles that we might run into or any league news. Um, So let us jump to Ian's. He has a pretty tough matchup. Schedule gods have come down on him hard this week. They have blessed him with Stu Holiday, who... Is 44 and 25, second place. Um, you have a slight lead on him, let's say Tuesday, for whatever is that worth, for whatever that is worth. But, uh, Ian, what is the plan of attack going into this week? Uh, well, I don't want to give up too, too much of my strategy here. Uh, got a little lucky, got a lot of it lucky. You know, Kristoff's rested last night, hopefully, will again tonight against the Celtics, which that game's actually going on right now. I haven't looked yet uh brogdon had a game suspended you know we got uh dennis schroeder had some covid related misses um i have taken a look at the numbers though we have about the exact same uh games remaining i have an advantage early in the week so you know it might look like i'm doing well early but i do expect drew to pull back late um you know, I've been hearing murmurs of an upset from from some from some others, but if there's one thing I know about my team, it's that it knows how to lose games in heartbreaking fashion. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Drew here oh, with a hey. with a five three. Okay, that's I think that's the first time we've had a guest take uh, <laughs> the other team. <laughs> so that's incredible. Okay. Um, See, Ian's a realist, and that's what I appreciate about Ian. Okay, that's why he's a good friend of mine. And, so, and he loves this shit, and I know he does. It's just his team is trash. What are you gonna fucking do? It's okay, you know. He's a betting man, nonetheless. I like it. Taking the pickums very seriously, as everyone uh, should. Let's come see. On. What else? Like, I, I, I had uh, okay, Barry, I'll go one myself. little tidbit about this matchup. So I cut you off. I'm cutting you off. Now you're I'm, good. I'm fired up about this one. <laughs> I got one stat that I brought out that I brought out in a different forum. Um, earlier today and recent trade acquisitions Eric Gordon and Gary Trent Jr. shot 9 of 36 last night 25% and um, they have been playing well I will say I do kind of want to walk some of my criticism back on that to date they have been playing well although Jamal Murray who he's playing this week has really started to pick it up put a 50 ball up the other night and I mean we'll see but Drew's you know Drew's a wagon yeah, he is tough to lay off of this time of year, that's for sure. Um, I'm going to piggyback off Ian's pick, Barry. It sounds like you're going to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
splinter across the board, then we will see how that matchup ends up. Uh, Moving on to Barry Buckets in fourth place at 37 and 31 versus the main mills of 10th place, owning that 30 and 41 record. Uh, Bumps, what's the game plan on this one? Yeah, um, you know, I'm still dealing with a, a few lingering issues as well. The Spurs, uh, from what I can tell, still haven't come out with an announcement regarding them returning to playing games. So I got DeJounte Murray still out. Tyler fucking Harrow, like, has a little hip problem. He's been sitting. All that being said, you know, I'm not really fucking worried about this main Mills team. I think I'm going to get a pretty decisive win. And uh, that's how I feel. Wow. That's how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Griffin's team is trash. The main mills are frauds. Um, the fact that they've won 30 games is astonishing. Um, I question the ownership, but we'll get into that later. Ian, what do you think about this one? I got to tell you, I actually thought this was the hardest matchup to pick this week. Uh, Griff Griff had a hot start last night. Barry had a very cold one. Um I will say I noticed Dame Damian Lillard only has two games left, so that did make me question. I've been teetering back and forth, but uh, from the sounds of it, you guys are both picking Barry, so I'm going to be a contrarian here, and I'm going to go ahead and take Griff. Yeah, you're certainly spot on with that. I will be riding my ride-or-die co-host, Matthew Barry, all the way to the promised land, especially when you're playing a team that we gambled on being a bottom three feeder in the league. Yeah, (laughs) just last week. Just last week. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean, I gave my, my reasoning for him being whatever I put him was that he was going to lose to Barry, too, so I'm kind of going directly against that. But who it's cares, okay. you know? It's okay. It's what the pot is here for. Um, so you're going to go with – we're not going to go with Griffin. We're going with Barry, and you're going with Griffin. Let that be noted. As we move on to um, my matchup this week, we have – we've got a tough draw again. Oh, uh, the schedule gods – like I said earlier, <clears throat> you can't hide on this podcast. Um, and we've driven, we've gotten the one seed this week. Um, I'm going to say it again. Like I said last week, I'm excited for this matchup, right? I'm excited for this one, boys. Kyle, I'm coming for throats. Um, I want your neck. I got nothing to lose here as a sixth, sixth place, seventh place team. I guess I'm in seventh, even though I'm tied with Pico. But, uh, I'm going to throw the juggernaut at you. I'm coming. I'm going to max out. I haven't maxed out all year, mainly because my team's just too good and deep. I've only, I only really have one flex spot that I mind giving up. Uh, but this week I have two. So I'm probably going to max <laughs> out some injuries. Um, so I'm going to, th- I'm going to throw the house at him. Give it the old college try. We'll see where it goes. But um, Barry, did that inspire you enough to take me or what? Barry's gone again. Ian? I, I mean, Tom, you have had some expiring speeches. Oh. oh, can you hear? You not hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Hey, now we, we got you. Can you hear me? I'm here. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, loud, loud and clear. I think we're so lagged behind. He's probably hearing us like ten seconds after. That's the goddamn Rhode Island government. No, Kurt, I don't like the fucking team here, Tom. You're gonna get fucking roasted by Christian Wood. Can everybody catch that? Did everybody get that? You're going to get fucking bundled by Christian Wood this week. Okay? That's just the way it is. You're my co-host. I love you. But it's just... 
It's not looking good. It's just not. With that being said, I am up seven to one here on Tuesday. But Ian, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have much more to add on top of what just what Barry just said. It, it all sounded pretty accurate. Great analysis, bumps. Thank yeah. you. Fair enough. Well, I mean, it's a hell of a team over there in Christian Wood World, first place. Obviously, first team to fifty wins. Uh, I barely have three quarters of that under my belt. Um, ice cold going into it. I don't know why I would think I would win. We dropped the last two pretty heavily to really bad teams. But um, I'm not going to not pick myself. I'm not going to pull an E in here. I got to ride with my rider dies. Cause if, what if I win? What if I win and don't pick myself? And what am I really doing here? So I'm going with myself. Kyle, I fucking hate writing your name down on the sheet because it's it's almost every time for every single pick. But good luck, you peasant. <clears throat> um <laughs> that's another fun one uh, this is a good one a roommate matchup that ian is living in the middle of currently we have helmets and arm floaties versus uh derozan's huge cock an 11th seed going up against an eight seed it is four to four here on tuesday night i will defer to ian first on this one what do you got yeah i mean this is this is such an intense matchup that emmett actually has has left 38 Hammond Street, Portland, Maine, and is currently wow. at home. Uh, I think it's going to be wow a, t- a tough fought matchup. I Am want to find it on its team. He, he will be returning later in the week once things have cooled off a little bit. You know, Liam likes to talk his shit. He's real cocky for, for a team that's won like 30 games or whatever. But I will say Emmett's team is banged up. Liam's team is is heating up, so I'm going to go ahead and take Liam with the relatively dominant win. I would have to I would have to back those statements. I know Liam is very confident having having had some conversations with him in the last couple days. He feels good about this. So do I. I also have a vested interest in Craggy continuing to fall down the standings, and I think he will. Um, Again, like I said earlier, helmets and arm floaties have got guys playing the best ball of their career all over the place, and I think they roll as well. I suppose we will see. You're kind of spaced out there. You guys went Liam, right? <clears throat> yep. Liam, yes. Liam. Um, what do I have to say about this one? Yeah, I guess kind of piggybacking on what if I said earlier, Liam's team's red hot. He's been playing well. Seems to be molding back to uh, relevance here in fantasy. Somehow his wishes of, you know, water finds its level has certainly found fruition here with his team. Certainly not for Ian's over there. Um, sorry to bring that up again, but we, I guess, we'll take the sweep with Liam. Never thought we'd take a sweep with an 11 yeah. seed, but here we are. Yeah. Who knew? Happy Tuesday, everyone. Um, I don't know if it's my screen, but. It's showing on on my screen that Emmett has five players on his roster. Um, so that's just kind of the day it's been. LinkedIn's been down all right. for all you grinders out there on LinkedIn. Wow, it's been a shit show of a day. We had a, a scheduling debacle here internally on the podcast that yes. was originally between Ian and Barry, and then eventually was all on me entirely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad we figured that out. <laughs> And here we are. And I think I've cut out like three different fucking times during yeah. this recording. So 
Yeah, this will be a sorry, hell of a sorry night. to all the listeners out there. This will be my Jordan flu game. Um, I told him earlier I shattered a glass of water on my leg earlier. Had to clean it up. Spilt it all over my pants. The chair I'm sitting in right now is still a little damp. And then I'm going to have to edit this podcast. Some serious, guys, yeah, some serious podcast adversity Tom's fighting through right now. Appreciate it. Truly amazing. But as we do, we move on to the next matchup as we find ourselves <laughs> with a nine versus five seed. And this league is fixed playing Sheesh after a decisive victory last week. Barry, what do you think about this one? It's an interesting one. This is, I was going to say, this is an interesting one. Um, it looks like Hogan may have come alive after a few down weeks um, and, and some criticism here on the podcast. Um, and while I, I was in um, Adam's camp for a while, I'm, I'm kind of shifting away from that um, for a variety of different reasons. Um, I don't love the roster right now, so I'm going to take Sheesh in, in another win and uh, – and I think this league is fixed. Who was ranked 12th in the power rankings? You know, it, it may get closer to that as, as we move forward. Yeah, we'll see. He did play the least amount of minutes out of anyone last week. Does he care? Is he setting his lineup? A lot of people asking. Not a lot of answers. So we'll see about this. This league is fixed team. Um, is this a shade of the 2018 Donovan Savage where he just – Hated the head-to-head scoring, and he just dropped the league. Gave up. Only time will tell. Ian, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Adam had a hot start on Monday, jumped out to a good little lead. He is missing Kevin Durant, who Barry noted was his first pick, was not his first pick. He was actually his second pick. Uh, we got oh, questions around there. And then most importantly, I mean, Adam's fighting against the entire league. You know, the whole league is just working against Adam. So there's there's not much hope, not much hope. And I'm going to go ahead and take Hogan with the comeback. Amen. Uh, Mary, Barry, did you take Hogan too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rolling. Of course. I don't think he's going to roll. He's going to win. It's going to be, it's gonna be uh, if Adam sets his lineup, it's going to be tight, which it looks like he is early on, so. We shall see. Westbrook has a five-game slate. That makes your your licks chop. There's a lot of good guys playing a lot of games this week. Wizards have been looking good lately. Uh-huh. Uh, Wizards have mm-hmm. been looking better. We shall see. 14 rebounds. Is that only yesterday? I don't know. I can't tell. But we'll see. I am going to – it's a tough one. I can't do another sweep, so – we're going with Chad here. I think he turns it around. I think he had a bad week last week. Durant out, sure, whatever. Um, I've been big on Hogan's team, going against pretty much everything I've ever said here on this podcast. But um, for the sake of the pickums, roll Chad to our wow last. Is that it? One, two, three, four, five. I'm missing. I think that one. was everybody. Oh, you're Connor. Connor Pico. And our last, but certainly not least matchup we have colin sexton a third place team hosting team pico sitting in sixth place connor does have a seven to one lead for whatever that is worth here on tuesday but um harry what do you think about this one yeah i mean this is going to be a bloodbath um like i was talking about earlier pico still has uh, drummond and ad out along with some other players uh 
Uh, McCollum's still out as well. This um, Colin Sexton team is is rounding into form, staying near the top of the league. I think this is going to be a blowout, largely due to injuries and stuff like that. But this is going to be a big win for Colin Sexton. Yeah, starting to find its true identity there in third place and continuing to win big games against big teams. Um, Ian, what do you think about your good friend yeah. Connor McCarthy's matchup? Uh, you know, I hate to do it again just because I feel like it's it's almost every one of these matchups, but I'm just going to echo everything Barry said. You know, it, I'm going to take Connor in an absolute landslide here. It's nothing against Pico's team. Pico's team's quite good. It's just it's just banged up right now. You know, I don't think he's got yeah. – I don't think I've he's got the firepower to, to overcome those wasted roster spots right now. Yeah, it's tough to go against um, a fantasy expert like Matthew Barry and all the money we pay him to do this for. Um Thank you very much, Barry, for your service. But I, again, I'm going to take the contrary. I'm going to ride with Pico. I'm going to hope John Morant goes off. I'm going to hope the shooters like Donnie Mitchell have a day, have a week. Uh, Zach Levine, maybe Kyrie plays all three of his games. Probably not. Um, Draymond, The Rock, let's hope he rolls. My boy, Seti Osman, on your team, Barry, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um. Yeah, I mean, after listing off his roster, that was pathetic. And I'm not excited for a <laughs> matchup after choosing Pico, but roll team Pico, the most electric team name in the league, baby. All right. Yeah, the man peaks. One, two, three, four, five, six. That will do it for week 10. Can you believe it? Week 10 of 17. Unreal. So quick jot at the standings here. going to briefly go through it. Um, Kyle still commanding lead. Six games on the second lowest team, which happens to be Stu Holiday, who remains his six-game lead on third place. Um, yep. Those two teams seem to be solidifying their place here in the standings and making it clear that they will have that bye yeah. going into the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's safe to say, barring, I think, maybe even a couple major injuries, that both of those teams will be in the playoffs and likely the one and two seed um, three from three on. And even, you know, I feel good about myself and I'm, and I, and I like McCarthy's team, but you could say from three on, it's still a fight. Yeah. Um, all the way down to a team like Liam who's trying to climb. Um, so I think one and two are safe and these next few weeks are just going to be fucking bananas mm-hmm. um, trying to get in that top six it is grind time here in fantasy basketball yeah every matchup everybody counts. lock the fuck in every every day every point every night in the association matters especially in this league when yeah. you have seeds three through six just wide open with literally nine teams fighting for them it's pretty incredible it's tough to draw that line in between like where do you draw it not between not between me not between Adam. I mean, it's tough to draw it between uh, Griffin and Liam after, you know, Liam's pulling off seven, seven, one wins, six, two wins against myself. I think this league's up in the air. Um, It certainly is grind time. Like you said, Colin Sexton sitting pretty in third with a half a game lead on yourself, Barry in fourth. Um, Those two ties. We'll see how they uh, they play out here as the standings shape up. Yeah, I got the most ties in the league right now. Crazy after collecting two last week. Um, A shocking development in the fifth seed has Sheesh takes over now. 
solidified, kind of getting some isolation between uh, above him and below him. He's got, I mean, yeah. isolation meaning a game yeah, and a half. A little games, but yeah, we'll see how he fans out. He's just over 500, and then getting just below 500, tied for the sixth seed is myself and Pico after uh, he just edged me in a close matchup. So that one stings a little bit. Um, just under us, a game behind us is Emmett. Then we go down to Adam. This league's fixed. Uh, Main Mills. And then the biggest gap in the standings after the two seed is um, Liam and then Ian down there in the cellar looking to climb out. Um, so we'll see. Not impossible. Big week. Definitely not. improbable. Certainly not impossible. Kyle Wood, Kyle Sedler, owner of Christian Wood. Just dominating stats still, being in the top three in almost all of them. Um, it's tough to root against this team. Yeah. It's so dominant. Literally everything, points, free throws, threes, rebounds, he's up there, steals. It's an impressive season he's putting on right now. Even splinters. Pretty much, I think Ian has brought this up in the past. He's got like his original squad for the most part, Christian Wood. That's the team oh. he drafted uh, besides me. That one trade, and yep, I don't know where you were. Oh, you were agreeing oh, with me, Ian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's um, not like not like so, Kyle at all. He usually trades his entire team like uh-huh. five weeks into the season. This this year, he just had a perfect draft, and he seems like he knew it. He's got quite the mind, absolutely. So for the names, just mm-hmm. got to tip your cap. Even Splinter's team would be putting on a show this year, and the fact that we have Kyle just casually. 12 games ahead of third place is just ridiculous. So it's fun to watch, not fun to play against like I have the opportunity to this week. But ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the main event here on the podcast. A couple weeks ago now, February 18th, it looks like, we had our mid-season rankings released. Are you okay? Are you falling? Huh? So delayed. It's oh god, here we go again. So delayed. Don't fucking like I I see you talk and then like this is unreal. good things yes, later than I hear. Oh. All right, we'll walk it like a talking. I hero. hope this records well. <laughs> no, I'm sure it will. Now Ian's gone. Great. Um. Oh no, low battery. We're good. Okay. So let's jump into the preseason rankings. We had our league editor and chief Ian Netlin write his second piece of the league. Um, look at this. He's all set up. Um, and we're thankful for it. It was dropped at 8 a.m. February 18th. Obviously, the system is still in place. A lot of thought care went into this. So let's jump into it. Let's cue the dire straits, huh, Barry? Has written in the uh, wow. has written in the rankings, obviously. But, right? Yeah, I, I did. I did love that little uh, tidbit mm-hmm. and a song that it, uh, I think we mentioned in the past is is you know very special to me and Ian. Uh, yeah, it goes back I to our that story a few weeks ago, but back in our early yeah, episodes, our, uh, so that was a very nice our, one. Our magical, Pretty wild summer. Pretty pretty wild that i didn't even know that it was a thing honestly i heard it in the, the car that morning and i was like holy shit the song is pretty unreal and i was like it's gonna i'm just gonna start a podcast today and it's gonna be the song but 
It's absolutely electric. Unbelievable. Uh, let's start from bottom to top here, huh? Because why? Where else would you start here in the power rankings? So he started off by um, listing a team that everyone knows the entire league's going after. Uh, he mentioned it earlier in the pod. He probably mentioned it here. We have this league is fixed, dropping down. So are these are these from your previous rankings? Your that is correct. It? Yeah, yep. The change it's yeah. the change from the very uh, well done. The very well formatted. Yeah, he mentions KD, the best player, um, knocking Adam down three spots, down to the cellar. Um, but Ian, talk me through this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, does does Chad's team necessarily deserve? this last place ranking, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. You know, I think, I think the points I made about his injury proneness and just Russell Westbrook's just overall absolute trash efficiency. I think those are all valid. I realistically, he doesn't deserve to be last, but after the absolute temper tantrum he threw, there was just no way I could place him anywhere else. Yeah. This was in lieu of uh, the trade debacle. Nice voice crack there. Trade debacle that we had earlier last week, two weeks ago now, where the league clearly went on vengeance against him and only him. Um, so maybe it's not the worst pick in the world. Chat down to 12, but we'll see. Barry, anything on this one? Uh, I, you know, as kind of an overall thought, I think these last few picks are the toughest to pick and I think this is going to shuffle around however I do think Ian has it right in terms of you know the names I'm seeing on my screen right now you know nine through 12 unfortunately yeah um some good friends but (laughs) some great friends of course um great friends with our boy our boy Griffin um has we made a bet with him that he would remain in the bottom three Ian has him in 11th that's three out of the 12 guys in the league thinking that he's just a really bad team i'm not saying there's a trend here but maybe he does belong here in this 11th seed dropping down from six spots from your original pre-rankings yeah yeah so i did think he even talks about it here yeah Yeah. i had him fifth and that was more or less just entirely based off the fact that he owned anthony davis who, as we all know, is having quite the down year. Um, that changed. Uh, it's I, I I I said everything I could in, in the ranking. You know, I don't think his yeah. team's bad. His team's actually very decent. It's just he's got a tough tough schedule to close out the season here. Yeah, like you said, he rides runs into Barry, Pico, Kyle, Connor, and Splinter. Those are teams you really don't want to hit, especially this time of the year. Um, he's not playing well himself. I think this pick is spot on. Maybe he should have deserved to get that 12th spot, but that's here nor there. Um, graciously, gratefully, humbly, you place yourself down in the 10th spot, <laughs> six spots below where you originally had him. Um, this team does certainly hate playing basketball, but you want to save your team here, Ian? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you mentioned it yourself. You know, I would have probably put myself like maybe – third fourth but had to knock myself down a few just to keep things you know keep it keep it under wraps uh no my team fucking sucks uh definitely could not put my i the way i view this is you know i i predict i'm gonna come in 12th that's the same thing as just rolling over and dying i'm not gonna do that everyone's got to set goals for themselves and you know what 
as sad as it is, you know, 10th, 10th is that fucking goal for me. Yeah, I like, uh, and I, I hope it doesn't happen this year. I like Ian's heart here. I don't want anybody like mailing it in and not setting lineups because that can affect the standings for everybody. I think it's important that everybody competes throughout the year, even if they're, you know, kind of out of the hunt. So that's, you know, that's a stand-up owner right there in Ian Netland. And he will be back, folks, as as this league is going to continue for hopefully many years to come. The keeper guys, let's think about the keepers. Let's keep teams relevant, you know, keepers guys. If, nah, if Liam, ever, Liam ever decides to stop sucking eggs, you know, maybe we could. <laughs> maybe when he stops. We'll see. Um, and then myself, I find myself in ninth. Um Maybe I should be the one sticking to hockey, as he writes here at the end. Um, sticking up for his, his good friend and his, his always at home, never away at his house roommate, Emmett. Um, now I'll cut that part too. Jesus, a lot of editing today. Like I said, in the damp chair, a lot of editing. But no, I don't. I mean, it's not like the craziest thing on, on this power rankings here. Finding me in ninth, up three from where you put me originally, which might be the craziest thing on this. Um, but yeah, I've got a lot of tanking to do if I do want to find myself in that ninth seed. We'll see. I mean, Rock Harden, my rock of James. We'll see if he can uh, continue his his recent success. We'll see if KD misses some games. We'll see if the always playing Kyrie misses some games. Um, I've probably got the player you want in that big three, but we'll see. Can I figure out the five center load that he mentioned? Um, to address that at the time, I did have two centers that were injured, so I did pick up, I think, another one just to replace one of them. So, yeah, I did have five centers. He did catch me in a bad time, a uh, vulnerable time. That's what I'll say about that. Ian, you want to defend your honor? Uh, yeah, no, the five-center rotation is a tough one to figure out. Never seen it work. Um, I don't it, – it's it's tough. I don't really feel the need to defend this spot. feels pretty reasonable to me. You know, I, if anything, yeah. you could end up finding yourself Sorry. a little lower. You're fucking pipe up again, I swear to God. <laughs> okay, man. Listen, Go I mean, uh, to be honest, I think I think nine might be as high <laughs> as you can get. <laughs> if I'm, you know – This is unreal. I, I mean, I'm – I had my worst couple weeks. I'm down to six, seventh after yeah, my worst. Yeah, no, but year. we just talked about how close the standings are. You're gonna take on Kyle this week. You're gonna get fucking shit stomped. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a seven-one. That's gonna be an eight-zero, and you're gonna be right near the bottom. And then you're gonna have to, you know, fight and fight. And I think it might be time. I think this league needs one last flurry of trades before the end of the year before we lock it in. Got a little quiet, and maybe Tom starts us off with something big. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe Tom does. <laughs> Barry, I saw you. You slipped something juicy my way uh, a couple days ago. I've been looking at uh, it. Over. Haven't considered it uh, once. It was a gross little trade, but appreciate the effort here. Um, we do have our trade deadline. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, Ten days <clears throat> after the sacred holiday of four twenty, it is on April thirtieth at noon in the Eastern. Oh. Standard in the Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Excuse me. That's I gotta. Daylight. I gotta chime in. I gotta chime in here. That deadline will not last. Um, we noticed early in the season that that deadline, in fact, lays in the middle of the first round of the playoffs. Wow. Um, Connor, it is that's that has been brought to Connor's attention. He is 
working to change it. Uh, unfortunately, his only laptop he has access to is his work laptop, which has fantasy blocked. So he will change that at the most convenient time for him. But that will be moving likely two to three weeks up. Wow. Okay, so two to that's three. Huge news, folks. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that? like three weeks. That's literally in three weeks. If I'm doing the math correctly, that would put us at week 13, 14, which is a pretty good trade deadline, but that's it's less than three weeks yeah, away, makes, Barry. That makes more sense. To do anything. I didn't even notice that, to be honest. It's a good heck of a pickup. Get your trades out, folks. Facts. What's that? Facts. Get your um, trades out. All right, we're back. Um, we- and then we have another good friend, uh, fellow hockey player, Hogan. Eighth place, he would have to drop three spots from where you originally. He was up three spots, excuse me, from where you originally put him. He's had a decent year, in my opinion. It is his first year. He's got a lot of things to learn. The categories are different from most fantasy. Um, the percentages play play a crazy role. Punting on things. He's definitely got some to learn. Uh, I don't hate this pick in eighth either, but um, bury anything on this one. Yeah, I, I, I like where Hogan's at here. I think. Um... You know, he could creep up a couple spots, but, you know, Ian's a sharp basketball mind. I think he's got most everybody, you know, to date, barring major injuries, I think. I think this whole, you know, power rankings is pretty much where people are going to end up. Yeah. um, We've been pushing an hour here. I'm going to stop asking for your opinion on most of these here, Ian. I will. As well. I will. I will. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't need to share my opinion. You know, people get enough of that, especially in the rankings. But I will say uh, eight eight to, like, three was by far the hardest part of uh, writing these. It's, uh, I mean, we touched on it in the standings, but it's a crazy close league this year. So <clears throat> Hogan can end up making the playoffs for all I know. I got nothing but good things to say about how Hogan's been managing his team. Um, but, yeah, this, this, is where, this is where it became difficult. Yeah, then we jump to uh, your roommate, Emmett, who I'm sure tried to bribe you throughout these um, to get his his rankings and his, his team status up. Um, he moved him up from that eighth spot from our preseason rankings. His team is turning it around, and it's showing. He's winning games. He's winning games big against good teams. Um, seventh is pretty good, especially from when you were tied for 12th at one point in the league, 11th currently. So I don't I don't necessarily hate this pick. Um, then we go to Team Pico at six. Bump. What are we talking? Wait, what are we talking about here? We're talking about Liam, folks. So not you, Emmett. Uh, Liam's at seven. Did I talk? Did I say yeah. Emmett? Liam's at seven. P- yeah, Pico's at six. Griffin, at Emmett, Liam. Who fucking cares? They're all the same fucking person. <laughs> We're an hour deep here. Yeah. Um, all these fucking jumps. My good friend, Team Penis, Team Pico. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. That'd be um, an improvement. <laughs> Best player, Zach Levine, question mark. Uh, no, it's pretty good. Got a ton of injuries. Who could fuck with daddy, Kyle? It's another good one. Um, Zachary, Neil, Pico. Barry, anything on this one? Yeah, if anything, I think he might be slipping. Um, he might slip over the next few weeks with some of his top players down. I think a big question is where Andre, jo- Andre Drummond ends up and when. Um, if that happens this week that'd be good for him if he continues to sit out that's not good um so we'll see we will see um 
DeRozan's huge cock finding himself in fifth. That could be the most surprising one, up five from your last preseason rankings. Harry, you agree with that one? Um, I think he slips slips down a little bit. Um, I again, I have interest in that happening, but he took a tough loss last week. I th- I think we predicted another tough loss this week, and uh, again, the standings are close. But I see Crags uh, slipping, and then I see the top four. I would be very happy if the top four remained exactly how they they are right now. Mm-hmm. And I and I think one, two, and possibly even three um, will stay that way. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with me. I think I could be caught, but I'm going to try my damn hardest not to. Yeah, um, I think we got the gist of what you're saying. Kind of went in and out because your internet sucks in Rhode Island over there with the government issues. But um, yeah, oh my there, god, um, oh my god. no, I agree. I think one and two are obviously locked. Three and four are pretty close to a lock too. Barry would be hosting a playoff game if he did find himself in that four seed. Um, we shall see. It's going to be an incredible finish to the year with the close matchups and the close standings. Um, Lock in, boys. It's time to dial it the fuck in. A lot of energy, a lot of focus here in these last seven, eight weeks here. Trade deadline getting moved. Keep your eyes peeled. Editorial in chief, Ian Netlin, thank you for joining us this week. It was a blast. We kept it loose. Barry, boys, till next week. Thanks, fellas. Tough lesson, boys. My bad. Peace out.